Okay. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Star And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona, and the world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-4421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweeds Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products, accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweed Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at tumbleweedhealthcenter.com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Um, there's a lot of things going on. My body. They're yeah. really grateful for my body. Really grateful for the body. Yeah. Despite all the crazy things that are kind of happening in our country right now, there's a lot of things that we can do that other people can't. Yeah, that's true. Which is sad, but grateful. We can be on air. That's right. Smoking our bong, hanging out with everybody on this Independence Day of ours, eating cheese. Call in. 646-915-8421. We're ready for you. We are so ready. We want to hear about your strain that you're uh, your morning strain. on this morning. Yep. We're on Great White Shark with a little GDP. Indeed we are. We need to get to the hash though because that's a chunk and it's hard. You kind of kind of break it up. And speaking of. Yeah. Speaking of hash, what's going on? No, we got a lot of things. We got some um, people thinking that they're going to take away our rights. Yeah. And they're really trying hard. It's a good day to talk about that. It sure is. You know, but I was telling my neighbor, someone said, happy 4th of July. I said, happy Independence Day. And my one of my neighbors goes, I guess so. Ooh. I said, what oh, do you mean you guess so? so? I said, this is a beautiful country. This country is freaking fantastic. You might not like the leaders right now, or you might like the leaders right now, but the country is fantastic. Yeah. We're going to step outside in the beauty of the golf course today, maybe after. Golf clap. And I even be indoors with drinks being served to us. And I really like, like that idea a lot. Ooh, Matt. Ooh, somebody that's else. That's like my too. favorite. Yeah. Uh, like, right now, that's like. Like when I saw it, like when you said that yesterday. That was. So, Bellstar and I top formed a golf. A love for golf. Yes. A very and uh, it's become really heavy. And we're, we're we want to do it anytime we can. Yeah, we really want to go. And as you can see, last night I was practicing with my driver uh, in the living room. Bellstar <laughs> doesn't just have one set of clubs. No. He has three. Do you want to go to Let's tell everybody why. Let's tell everybody why. Because when you go to the golf course, I didn't notice. Sorry, you hoity toities. Um, they don't let you borrow golf bags and share golf clubs with people. Mm-hmm. So you have to bring your own. 
So when you're going with friends, you already have to rent theirs, which mm-hmm. are expensive. It's like 45 bucks. And it's like, I thought, well, why not go to Play It Again Sports golf set mm-hmm. and get a youth set for 45, 55 bucks and avoid that fee every time, right. which is just what we did. And then after buying two, you know, sets, I thought, well, I better go get fitted. My brother said, get fitted. Important. I got fitted. So, of course, I have grill arms and I got the guy's set. <laughs> so, I, got, I did. I went to the church and I went to all the places in town and I picked out a very nice, um, Early, early professional set. We'll but that's why how much we like golf. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, happy Independence Day. Happy Independence so, Day. So yeah. So the whole the buzz now is our rights are being taken away as patients to use um, part of this plant, the plant as the resin. Which <laughs> I still don't see how you can separate one. No, I get how you can separate them, but you can't literally literally separate the two because. It's all the plant. It's the plant. The plant is the plant is the plant. So um, I believe we have a guest on now, uh, Mr. Robert Clark from Safe Arizona. We're going to have him on. And let's, um, hopefully there's no stranger danger out. No, we're good. Just a runner. Oh, yeah, just a runner. All right, well, let's welcome uh, Robert Clark to the show. Good morning, Robert. Good morning. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing fair, thank you. All right. Are you um, uh, not near as good as I could be doing, but you know, yeah. uh, I can't afford to be a felon. <laughs> well, exactly, and that's exactly what we're going to talk about today because there are so many uh, rumors going around, and there's so many people just being flat out defiant, you know, about this. And you know, we have to wonder what what people are thinking. Um, first of all, tell everybody about yourself, about Safe Arizona, and then we'll talk about this case and and, uh, where it's brought us. Well, okay. Uh, My name's Robert Clark. Uh, I am a patient, a patient advocate. Uh, You know, I advocate for the complete uh, decriminalization and legalization of uh, cannabis, uh, a.k.a. marijuana. Uh, I'm also a founding uh, member of... uh, Safer Arizona. Uh, we're a political uh, action committee, a, a group of uh, citizens here in Arizona. Our goal is to make Arizona safer uh, through um, reforming uh, cannabis laws here in Arizona. Excellent. Well, we hope so. Yeah, we definitely need some new laws around here. So what what uh, what prompted this whole situation? Because as it stands now, anything, if it isn't flour, it's illegal, correct? I mean, edibles are uh, are questionable, too. Well, okay. Um, what has happened uh, last Tuesday, the um, District 1 Court of Appeals, or Division 1, um, that's for the northern part of Arizona, uh, heard a case on appeal, which was uh, Rodney Christopher Jones of the state of Arizona versus uh, Rodney Christopher Jones. And they sided with uh, the Yakupai uh, County um, Superior Court in ruling that cannabis, hashish, you know, the resins of the plant are not protected under the AMMA. 
Hmm. So, but basically, um, you know, what they did was, you know, they disregarded uh, all of the language of AMMA in making their decision. Uh, you know, they um, went against uh, the ruling that we had in Maricopa County, which is, you know, is only county level, which doesn't affect the whole state. And this appellate ruling does. It, it affects everybody here in the state of Arizona. You know, we, we had the uh, uh, Weldon uh, case in, in Maricopa County, and, and they ruled that all parts of the plant included the resin. Well, in, in this ruling, uh, they were saying that the resins of the plant uh, are, are cannabis, and that is not protected under the AMMA. Um, their reasoning, more or less, is uh, since they didn't spell it out, uh, that you know the, the language reverts back to what is already law, which um, you know uh, our state supreme court, I think it was back in 1973, uh, determined that cannabis hashish uh, what was different than the leaves and flowers of the plant marijuana. So, basically, what we've got now is 140 or 60,000 patients in Arizona that are at risk uh, of being a Class 4 felon for possessing and using cannabis, which is any extract, whether it's chemical or mechanical, you know, uh, uh, of any the cannabinoids that are within this plant. So, you know, that means our tinctures, um, our uh, pool extract cannabis oil or, you know, Rick Simpson oil, um, uh, shatters, uh, you know, BH, uh, butane hash oil extractions, uh, water extracted hash, even possibly the keith in the bottom of your grinder. Right. <clears throat> Which that's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. So. <clears throat> no. Okay. Yeah. Go. Go. Go ahead. No, I guess that's just it's just absolutely ridiculous. But how? Why are dispensed? So this is legitimately illegal now. For everyone, you know. Now, uh, sure, there were some rules set up by the uh, Arizona. Uh, Department of Health Services, uh, you, you know, for the dispensaries in, in manufacturing, uh, their kitchens and all of these things, uh, that may give the dispensaries um, some legal ground to stand on. Um, you know, it, that that could go one way or another as far as, uh, you know, if any of our dispensaries get uh, um, raided. You know, they'll still have to go to court and fight this. They risk right. losing uh, everything, you know, asset forfeiture, um, being uh, found guilty of manufacturing right. uh, and sales of a dangerous narcotic. Right. So what? why are the dispensaries willing to risk all this? And more importantly, if a patient needs something like, let's say, RSO, they go to a dispensary that's still selling it. Is the dispensary going to use the money that the patients use to purchase the RSO to protect them when they're going to jail? 
Okay, yeah, th- 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 this is, uh, you know, t- kind of an interesting and uh, hopefully a hopeful situation for us patients. You know, the dispensaries, uh, you know, they're, they're in, my, in my opinion, um, yeah. you know, are doing this for one of two reasons or maybe both. It, it is first and foremost, and I hope this is the reason that all of them are doing it, is for the patients to make right. sure, and this, you know, this has been stated by several right. of the dispensaries that uh, are refusing to take concentrates off their shelves. It is that you know they are here to make sure that the patients receive the marijuana in the forms that they need. That they right. need them. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got uh, pediatric patients that have epilepsy. That, yeah. that have had their epilepsy under control through sublingual mm. forms of this plant, which would be uh, either a tincture or a straight uh, full extract cannabis oil. Well, now these uh, parents are at risk of felony, a possession, felony, child abuse uh, for providing a life-saving form of this plant i mean god uh, you know it makes no sense now the state's saying that a two-year-old child has either got to vaporize or smoke the flower form of this plant now how are you going to get a child that is seizing to smoke a joint right you know that is why some of these dispensaries are refusing to take the medicine off the shelf we've got 80 90 year old Seniors yeah. that that rely upon tinctures and edibles. You know, hopefully uh, this is why all of the dispensaries are that are doing this are doing it. But I know that some of them are doing it because this is close to fifty percent of their sales. Yeah, there's a lot of money involved. A lot you of know? money. Right. Um, now there so, has been a, go, a lot going on with this. Well, I want to finish up that uh, question. As far as will they help the patient if they yeah. get arrested? Yeah. Okay, uh, there have been uh, a lot of meetings. Uh, the dispensary groups, you know, the Arizona Dispensary Association, MIDA or MIDA, however they pronounce that, um, uh, the uh, AMMA PAC. Um, you know, these are dispensary organizations. Um, they, they have all gotten together, and, and they're pooling their resources uh, to hire the best attorneys within the state to protect their interest and the interest of the patients. Um, there was a meeting uh, Monday uh, uh, with Tom Dean and some of the uh, dispensary um, groups mm-hmm. that... that um, that some of the dispensaries are saying that they are pooling money together as a defense fund, uh, and they said that they would protect or help uh, with, with getting good lawyers for any patients that were arrested for possessing cannabis, oh. the concentrates. That's awesome. Yes, yes, it is. Um, you know, and, and this is this is another thing. We're down here in Tucson. We would be Division Two of the appellate court system. 
That ruling was Division One. Um, this right. ruling now, we, we we are waiting now to see if the state Supreme Court will pick this up on appeal. They don't have to. You know, um, the dispensaries are uh, <clears throat> getting together. They're going to be filing some amicus uh, briefs to see if they can get a stay on this. Um, right. And and to help you know to help see if they can't move this forward, um, you know uh, there's a lot of patient groups here in the state that are trying to get patients to um, put their stories on video uh, and possibly see if we can't get this uh, th- these stories to our legislature and to our Supreme Court, you know because this is important. There's a lot of people that are going to suffer. And possibly die because of this ruling. And if you get a stay on it, would it would it mean that we would be able to use concentrates until there was a, the ruling was made? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. and what is the likelihood of that happening? Well, I would just be speculating. I don't know. Uh, I do know that um, everything that has went so far to the Supreme Court concerning the Medical Marijuana Act, uh, the Supreme Court has found in the favor uh, of, of the citizens and the patients, you know, by looking at the intent of the initiative, you know, right. like overriding Governor Brewer when she tried to keep the dispensaries from opening in the first place. Right. You know, mm-hmm. um, so, you know, I, I, I'm hoping uh, that our judges at that level uh, have some common sense and compassion, you and know, and, and, and they do what is right for the people. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. True. Well, it, hopefully <sighs> we get some judges that are like that. Why is it that? Well, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, you know, I, I was just saying, you know, there, there there's, there was three appellate judges that ruled on this. Um, two of them um, ruled that it was illegal, and one ruled um, he dissented. And his language pretty much is what we have said all, all along, what was uh, determined in the uh, uh, Weldon case, you know, that all parts of this plant. You know, that, that wording right there, all parts, I mean – if you look at what is in the criminal code versus what is here, the right. language ain't exactly the same, you know, because marijuana includes the seed. Right. You know, in the AMMA. In the criminal code, the seed is not considered marijuana. It's part of the cannabis end of it. You know, so, uh, you know, so that, uh, you know, judge, he's seen and went with the intent of the initiative. So right. hopefully the Supreme Court will look at the intent, will look at all of the definitions and words uh, that separate marijuana from usable marijuana versus outdated right. um, language you know, it, it, that's in our criminal code. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. So what? Yeah, and 
I know we we've been reading the uh, Safer Arizona Initiative, and that's one of the first things that you guys say is marijuana and cannabis. Why aren't people just using the term cannabis? Marijuana is a claim term. Well, marijuana, um, you know, it, it's a term that was applied to this plant by Anslinger, you know, well over 70 years ago to demonize this plant, to instill fear amongst, you know, elderly white people, you know, marijuana. They demonized that name, but that's what they have applied to the uh, psychoactive form of this plant. Um, versus the whole plant cannabis sativa L. You know, we've got hemp now that was defined. We, we, we've got cannabis, uh, which is the narcotic uh, cannabinoids, you know. Um, and then we've got marijuana, which, you know, is the flower. Uh, but they, you know, our, our federal government, they lied to us. They, 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 um, separated the plant up to uh, it's more or less instill fear uh, in the people so that they could make um, the cannabis plant illegal as there's no way that back then that the people would have uh, stood by and watched them make illegal cannabis sativa which was hemp that you know that's what they knew it as they didn't know okay. it as marijuana you know uh, and, and that word has stuck uh, since then. You know, I, I, you know that's why uh, with Safer, one of the first things uh, and one of our top priorities uh, was to get rid of the language within uh, our criminal codes, the ARS 13, um, where, where it defines marijuana, cannabis, they're, you know, as different plants when they're not. They're all one and the same. Well, exactly. And that's, yeah, that's where all this this crazy language gets changed so that we don't have problems like this because taking this kind of a thing away, like you said, can cause death for some people. You know, these seizures are very, very, very harmful. It's not like, you know, you just shake a little bit, your entire body, you know, from your oh, brain. Oh, definitely. And, and what died. alternative do they have? I mean, you know, I've not experienced it, but but I, I've read thousands of stories uh, of people with epilepsy. You know, from uh, children, uh, you know, very, you know, just months old or even less. You know, having epilepsy to uh, adults and stuff, and, and the drugs that the pharmaceutical companies. Uh, would have them use are, are, are some of the uh, most, in, in my opinion, uh, God, it, it's a travesty. I mean, the, these drugs, they, they'll kill you. Uh, they, 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 they turn you into zombies. You know, yep. uh, I mean, it, it puts these people through absolute torture and hell. And we've got a plant that our government has a patent on. They just um, they released, have five uh, um, GW Pharmaceuticals to sell um, a CBD extract from marijuana or cannabis, you know, uh, as an epilepsy drug. Right. 
you know, it makes it, you know it, it, it's it, that aspect of it to me. It's it's still all about money, oh, and, and the is. only way that they can continue this uh, is to keep it criminalized. You know, right. it, it feeds our private prison industries. It, it allows pharmaceutical companies to control our medicine. It, it, you know, the seed of this plant it, it is valuable. I mean, you can we could supply all of our oil needs with this plant. You know. Well, I could go on about these things for hours, but, you know, it, it, it's uh, wrong. No, uh, on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how do people... I, mean, I, I know with you uh, having uh, the, the, this um, recommending, uh, you know, doctor's uh, facility going on, you are probably getting a lot of questions on this now from, from the patients that you guys have certified you know, they're oh, they're, uh-huh. they're scared and they need this and they don't know what to do. Flour for some people just isn't strong enough, you know, and they're they're even afraid to make edibles. I mean, because you can't can you or can you not tell the difference with a flour edible a flour made edible versus a a tincture made edible or a concentrate made edible? I don't well, know. The, the the only edibles that are legal. Are are those made with the whole flour? Right. You know, where where you taking um, what whatever you want to consume it in. You know, you you've got to just grind the flour up, put it in there, mix it up, cook it, bake it, whatever. Um, you know, and that that's uh, I know a lot of people that that are treating Crohn's. Yeah. That they cannot handle all of that fibrous material in their diet. Oh, that's you know, true. They need the oils and tinctures. Yeah. You know, or, or, or a good, wholesome, uh, light, uh, edible of some kind, like a candy or something. Mm-hmm. You know? well, it's just really sad. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, myself, I mean, I can consume yeah. the flowers and, and, and I can um, mask is what, what I'm going to say. Some of my symptoms, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I've, I've got a lot of health issues, and I re, have relied upon full extract cannabis oil for four years now. It's brought me back to life. You know, yeah. um, the flowers affect me different than the oral dosing, right. and I can't consume enough flowers to get the proper um, medical needs I have. I mean, you know, I, I can take uh, a 1,000 milligrams of cannabinoids in oral dosing in a day, whereas I can't come uh, close to 250 milligrams smoking. It puts me out. You know, it, 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 it's not what I need to function and survive and to thrive. So wow. I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be on top of this. I'm, uh, you know, um, my health doesn't allow me to get up there to Phoenix to raise hell, um, you know. But I can. I'm still going to try to keep everybody educated and safe. Uh, that's one thing I've I've done since day one in this uh, our medical program is try to keep people educated and safe as to what the laws are, uh, right. and making phone calls. 
you know, that's something we can all do. We can get a hold of our elected officials and let them know how this affects us. We can vote for people that, that are going to have the interest of the people in mind and not just uh, 100% uh, uh, corporate control because that's what this is, uh, you know, money. So we got to take that out of, out of the scenario. we got to get people there that are in office that are compassionate, that that aren't going to continue the lies of prohibition. Right. Uh, we need to have them change the laws with in uh, our our Arizona Constitution, or we've got to get a good citizens' initiative passed that straightens this mess out. Correct. You know, the- uh, other than that, you know, somebody's got uh, going to have to risk uh, a felony and, huh. and pushing this through the courts. You know. Yeah, that's and, and that's something I want to I want to ask if there is anybody um, that you guys know of or any of the listeners know of down here in, in Pima or Pinell uh, uh, County that that are currently going through the court systems with a concentrates charge. Hmm. There are lawyers that that are willing. Some of the best lawyers in the state that would be willing to help them take this through the appellate right. system, you know, to push right. all of this to the Supreme Court. Yeah. Pro bono. Idea as well. There you have it, folks. If you know anyone that's been charged with any sort of concentrate uh, ch- charged, let us know. Six four six nine one five eight four two one, or you can email thctucson at gmail dot com and let us know because. Like Robert said, pro bono. This is big. This is this this could be, make a world of difference right in that cell. Yeah. Now, Robert, with the yeah. change and in the with the whole uh, concentrate thing, how is this going to affect um, November's uh, uh, voting? You know, it, mm. getting people out there more understanding like what's going on and why they're trying to take these things away. Well, hopefully it stirs a lot of people up. You know, that's one thing that I've watched over the years. People become complacent, don't think that that they can make a change or do any good, you know. Um, But you've got to get out and speak up. Voting is one way of speaking up. You know, check out who the candidates are in your um, area. Uh, see what they believe in, uh, give them a call, or go meet them face-to-face and find out what they uh, what they believe in. And if they believe like you do, let, let, let's get them in the office and get out these old um, prohibitionists and people that don't have the interest of the people at heart and, and replace them. I mean, that that's something that we can do, you know. And there's something else that we can do. If you get called to jury duty, Mm. That is one of our most important rights is to be a jurist. You know, we have the opportunity not only to uh, make a determination as to whether this person is innocent or guilty. We have the right as a jurist, as as a citizen of this country, to determine whether or not the law is justifiable in that particular instance. And that's one of the reasons alcohol prohibition ended. Jurist 
exercise their right to, to jury nullification and would not convict people for possession and consumption of alcohol anymore. There you can't you get a conviction. You don't prosecute. That's a waste of money. Right. And the citizens would rebel real quick when they see that you're throwing away millions and millions of dollars on cases that you know are frivolous. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. boy. Talk up to that yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> that for sure. Well, and, and it is, and it's not just money. It's just it's a waste of lives, and people are dying. And, you know, if, if you look at Epidiolex and, and you look at GW Pharmaceuticals, CEO said himself the other day, he, he, he doesn't believe in the whole plant. He wants the full compounds out. And the side effects of Epidiolex are horrible. Why can we not just use the whole plant? We have to get it off the schedule well, somehow. Exactly. We, we, now, um, we do have uh, a bill that was just introduced by Schumer um, that, that'll help along those matters. I mean, you know, it's still not... What, all of what we need, but it, it'll help uh, decriminalize this plant. Um, you know, but now you mentioned whole plant. See, that's just it. You know, GW Pharmaceuticals and, and, and organizations of that nature, they're going to tell you that, oh, no, we, we believe, you know, in, in, like you say, separating each of the compounds. Well, that's the only way they can get a patent on it. Exactly. You cannot patent whole plant because Every plant's going to vary. So what do they right. got to do? They got to extract out and, and make pure THC, pure CBD, and any of the other cannabinoids that they want so that every time they make up a compound, uh, that, 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 you know, like uh, that epilex, Epidex or whatever, you know, that's CBD oil. It's got, it's got sesame seed oil and all kinds of other crap, but they can tell exactly how much is in each dose? Because it's going to be the same mixture, right? Each and every time. That's the only right. way they can patent it. You right. know, they can't patent. Um, let's just say Blue Dream or uh, Granddaddy Purple, and, and, and because every time they make an extraction, it's going to be different. Right. You know, every plant, every harvest. So, you know. They, that, that that's that's why the pharmaceutical companies have fought so hard since the beginning of prohibition to keep this plant illegal. You know, until they could figure out what it was in this plant that was beneficial. Well, they've known for years now what it is, and now they found a way to isolate it and, and um, you know try and take over this plant. So they can make uh, pharmaceutical, like you said, almost poisons. Right? You know, when we when yeah. we started tumbleweed, the the government had one patent, and now they have five. So let um, let me ask you this question because this was a question that someone was um, asked me a lot during these um, meetings with the lawyers and the dispensary uh, owners. The difference between is hemp oil is your CBD hemp oil considered a concentrate? Is that something well, that's going to CBD from hemp is regulated uh, uh, under the Farm Act. Okay. So hemp 
is not marijuana, is not cannabis. I mean, you know, it's a gray area. I mean, how are you going to prove which planet came from? Because genetically, they're going to test out to be the same. Right. You know, CBD molecules uh, are going to look the same, whether it's from uh, cannabis marijuana, cannabis hemp, whatever you want to call it, you know, uh, name you want to attach to it, it's still CBD. Right. All the, now, I, I'm not going to give anybody legal advice, but all the lawyers that I've heard talk are saying that you are still fine with hemp-derived CBD. Okay. You know, um, that comes from a legal source. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, so are the CBDs that we've been getting extracted from plants uh, like Charlotte's Web? Uh, and, and some of the others. I mean, you know, th- th- those are, you know, I, I'd be careful. You know, Why? but if it's from, uh, you know, if it's certified hemp uh, CBD, uh, I, I think a person would be safe. But that's my opinion and, and the opinions of the lawyers that I've heard. Huh. So Charlotte's Web is not a certified hemp? Well, that was not not that I know of. I mean, they, the Stanley Brothers may have it certified that way now, um, but initially it wasn't. Huh. Because, you know, it, it, it was um, a hybridized plant. Mm. You know, they, they, they bred it down. So, it, it you know, the, its uh, THC content may uh, very well be stabilized now below the, uh, right. you know, uh, threshold. So where it could be considered him. Uh, so don't quote me on it and hold. Uh, you know, well, Robert Clark said. <laughs> well, no. You know, it, it's a fast-changing uh, industry. You know, and we do have uh, good breeders out there that are breeding um, this plant. You know. Um, yeah. And, and are getting the desired uh, desired uh, strains that they want, and a lot of them are trying to breed out uh, uh, the THC as much as they can, and still produce the big monster buds, you know, swear that they can get a lot of oil from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, hemp, you don't get as much uh, of the CBD oil or anything as you would uh, a plant that was initially, you know, an indica or sativa or something like that because they have higher concentrations of all cannabinoids. Correct. Well, yep. Well, this is really shaking a lot of people up in, in, in all the industries, you know, all, all facets of this, of this business, you know, and it's, it's sad that people aren't looking at what's important, which is the health of our patients and health of this, you know, planet. Well, exactly, exactly. Money. You know, I I hope it wakes a lot of people up. I mean, I don't want to see anybody get arrested uh, for using this plant in whatever form they desire you know, uh, but yeah. now that we have what we've got, you know, um, there's something I've screamed about uh, since the first time I read uh, Prop 203 was the language uh, of this initiative was ambiguous, you know. Um, and, and now we're put into a situation that are, that's putting a lot of patients and citizens in harm's way. 
you know, I hope people wake up. They, uh, you know, we uh, become more active. Yeah. Get involved, and and, hope- and 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 do what you can to make a change. Absolutely. You make those phone calls. Send emails. Yeah. Uh, write yep. a letter to your elected representatives. Yep. Register to vote. Amen. Uh, get out in August and November and get the people that you feel that that are going that's going to represent you in the office. You know, uh, write letters to Doug Ducey. You know, and, and pay attention to what's going on. Uh, there, there may be calls to action that, that, that you know, you can help out in. Uh, like I said, um, uh, a group called uh, Marijuana Moms. Uh, the, 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 these women are and, and fathers are putting together their stories, uh, getting them out to the news. They're, you know, they're going to be sending them to uh, whoever they think may listen. So there's, there, there's a lot of opportunities for people that want to do something to get involved. Yep, you can volunteer in so many different ways, and it's important exactly. to do so uh, because it, you know, takes a village. <laughs> it takes a village to get stuff to get going and get moved. You know, it doesn't happen on its own. And uh, it's a good day to, you know, good day to discuss that with our own independence and you know the freedoms that we do have, and you know, get your constitution. Well. Declaration out today and read a little bit. And if you don't know four, five, and six that protect you as patients, you darn well should. We had someone come in and hand out tiny little uh, Constitution and Declaration books, and he came up to me and he said, "Hey, if you don't know your rights, you don't have any." And that exactly. I start. I I still have that little book. Seven, almost seven years later, I still have my little guys. And and you absolutely should know it. You should know your rights, and you should know. The language, you know, like we discussed about the language of the initiative, you should know the language of the country you live in, you know, and, and each yeah. state's constitution. Yeah. And spend a little time well, today reading that. Today, yeah, today we, we celebrate uh, the, the signing of the Declaration of Independence. You know, our country was founded and started through acts of civil disobedience. You know, our dispensaries are showing that now, civil disobedience. There's a lot of patients that are standing up uh, and showing civil disobedience. You know, our country was founded on it. Uh, Today we celebrate it. Um, You know, I'm not telling anybody to risk uh, going to prison. No, well. It's time to stand up and be a true American and and say enough is enough. And it is enough. And, And that's excellent. Enough is enough, and it's, it's time. It's plant here far longer than you know. We've been using it far longer than we haven't, and people need to recognize that. And sadly, it's going to take a shift in, you know, in the in the financial situation for pharmacies. They're going to have to figure out how to get their hands on all this and do it the way we are, and earn the money that they want to earn for it to shift. It's like you said, it's fueling prisons, you know. All sorts of industries are fueled by the backlash of, you know, forfeitures and prison time, and you know they get they get uh, rewarded for having a number of prisoners or not having a number or, or or whatever their quotas are. And I mean, it's just it's a sad, sick situation. But 
get out there and get educated and, and write your representatives and let them know that this is important to you. The more people that write, they, they'll start listening. They will. The more people that contact them. Exactly, because they know that if there's enough people that are going to uh, go on and poll. <laughs> you know, tell, tell them, hey, this is the way it's going to be, or, or we're going to replace you. You know, yep. they don't want to lose that job. No, they don't want to lose that we job. We've got to speak louder than the big money. That's right. Yeah. There's Absolutely. more of us than there are. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to get out there and get educated and read, 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 read the initiatives. Take time to read the initiative that's out that Safe Arizona's put out for the new cannabis. Uh, initiative read yeah, that that's about that's about uh, uh, you know we're, we're uh, running down to the wire uh, we're, we're still fighting hard to get the last uh, signatures that we need um, we got to have them turned in by tomorrow uh, you, you, you still got a chance uh, if you go to safer arizona on facebook or saferarizona.com and find out where there's a petition near you and sign it you know um you know, we we've still got a chance, but you know I don't want to rely upon um, another initiative like Prop 203 was written or Prop yeah. 205 was written. But you know the the language in all those uh, were, were ambiguous. You know, written by the same group MPP. I mean, they've done a lot of good uh, in, in you know getting cannabis reform in the public eye. But their initiatives ha- have been faulty. They, they, and some of them have leaned real heavy towards industry protection. They don't uh, you know, seem to care about how they write in the consumer or patient protections. And that's why we've got Prop 203 and we're fighting. You know, uh, we're fighting for our lives because uh, of poor language. You know, mm-hmm. uh, those were out-of-state people. They didn't have a grasp of what Arizona's uh, climate is. Not not talking about it being 500 degrees out there, mm-hmm. but our political climate. Right. You know, and, and our the constitution of the state. Or they, I mean, they changed, you know, they copied and pasted Michigan for our Prop 203, changed a few words here and there to to. to Keep kind of keep it in line with our constitution, and Michigan had had to go through all of the same problems we are. They've got them straightened out, but we're mm-hmm. still fighting them. MPP yeah. tried to do that to us in, in you know 2016. Uh, mm-hmm. You know if if Safer doesn't get on the ballot, uh, we do know that the Arizona Dispensary Association uh, and, and the dispensaries will be trying to write another. Um, initiative for 2020. Um, you know, find out what uh, your your dispensaries uh, are, are are wanting to do along those lines. Uh, pay attention to all the activist groups like Safer Arizona, as far as what's going forward, uh, because I know uh, we'll be involved one way or another. We want something um, good. We want it to pass. We want the citizens of this state to be protected. You know, that is our foremost concern. It is consumer protections, patient protections. You know, we want this plant so where you're not going to go to prison 
for, 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 for using it, whether it's medically, spiritually, recreationally, or industrially. Right. That's you know, right. We live in a capitalistic society, so there are people going to make money off of it uh, one way or the other. That's fine with me. Just you don't know? take it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, just, just give me the right to, to use, yeah. to Whatever. own, to grow this plant. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't mm-hmm. want to see a whole bunch of uh, limits and what have you, but I, I, I know with the way life is, I mean, there's going to be some limitations upon uh, our, my initial use of this plant like that, but I got, I should be allowed to grow, you know, as long, uh, and, and, and to use this plant, whether it's an oil form, flower form, whether I want to juice it, eat it raw, or whatever. I mean, I'm not bothering nobody else. Allow me to do this. I'm, hey, a, I'm a human being, an American citizen. Yep. You know, and uh, I've, I've fought all my life to have the right to choose. Mm-hmm. You know, to uh, as long as I don't uh, interfere upon your rights. Mm-hmm. You know that that that's what we as Americans are, but our yep. government says no. We know better than you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, and yeah, that's... here we are today. We're we're we're, we're fighting for our lives o- over a plant. Yeah, literally fighting for our lives over a plant. That's a pretty sad thing. Pretty sad state of affairs right there. Well, Robert, we'd like to thank you so much for yeah, coming on you. air and spending time with us today. And thank you for all your efforts. We're sorry that, that the folks in charge have taken, you know, the form of the plant away that you need so so greatly. But hopefully you can uh, get some juicing in, like you said. It's a, it's a good way to use them and and uh, hopefully you can get enough flour in you to, to help you pass through the time while we wait for this decision to be made. Um, and I don't, you know, we pray for everybody out there that's suffering right now because of it. It's just not okay. Well, I, I, I want to thank you an awful lot. I, I always enjoy talking with you. Um, you know, we, we've known each other since uh, pretty much day one of the AMMA, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know. Um, uh, you know, I, I respect what you're doing. Uh, keep, keep keep it up. And uh, any time that you want to talk, uh, just let me know, and we'll 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 talk again. Well, thank you so much, honey. We really thank you, Robert. It. Have an awesome awesome Independence Day. I gotta go shop groceries. Senior Citizens Day. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, Robert. Oh. All yes, right. You too. Uh, have right. have a great uh, rest of your day. Thank you. You too. Thank you, Robert Clark. Everybody, safer Arizona. Get down there. Find out. Uh, get online and find out where you can uh, sign the petition. Read it. Read the initiative first and see if you're for it, against it, or if you have questions. You can chat with Robert yourself. Uh, he's a wonderful. Wonderful man, like you've just heard, he's very approachable. He loves to talk about this. He's very knowledgeable. It's sad that he, you know, he has the health issues that he does because he needs the RSO, the FICOs, and the, the oils that are, you know, concentrated, and, you know, and uh, it takes a lot of plants to get that, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, it's sad that our, 
our government has done this once again, taken something away from us in a form of a plant that we really, really need. But let's give some shout-outs to Tumbleweed Tail Center, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. We are closed today. Ooh, yeah, that's right. We're taking the day off, folks. And um, we're going to get a little rest in there. And uh, you can give us a call, 520-838-4430, and set up an appointment or just ask some questions. We we have the CBD oils from hemp down there. Uh, so that's still you can still purchase those. And uh, we will be open tomorrow, regular hours. And we would like to also give a shout-out to growershouse.com. And uh, if you want to grow anything, they've got great family staff down there, father, son, team, and um, some great, great people down there working at Grower's House. That's uh, right here in Tucson. And you can check them out at growershouse.com. Also, uh, Canna Health online digital magazine. We love those ladies, and they have a great, great online magazine. And check it out. Canna Health is a digital magazine focused on knowledge, safe access, and advocacy with a monthly subscription readership. It's loaded with scientific and clinical articles from various healthcare professionals, profiles of cannabis clinics offering safe access to medicines, national and local organizations open to the public, and real-life patient success stories. It's free to subscribe, so don't miss another issue of Canna Health. Yes, and the patient success stories are what we are need, these anecdotal stories. We need these right now. We need a billion of them. We need a trillion of them. We need to let our government and our representatives know um, that we need this plant. I think it's very important. Cannabis Kid and I are going to sit down, and uh, we're going to look online here and check out our representatives. We're going to write some letters. We're going to handwrite some letters, and that's going to hurt me because I have some bad hands from signing but I'm going to handwrite it anyway and tell them that not only does this plant help my fibromyalgia and my scoliosis and my kyphosis, but it helps my hand problems. I got nerve damage. Fine too much. <laughs> really fun though. <laughs> so anyway, come on down to Tumbleweeds Health Center. And if you suffer from any one of these things, you can go to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. If you have any one of these ailments, the state of Arizona will give you a medical marijuana card. PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, HIV, AIDS. ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's, a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition or the treatment, just the treatment for it. You're being treated for something and it's it's chronic or debilitating um, and it causes wasting syndrome, severe and chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy, severe persistent muscle spasms, including those of multiple sclerosis. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. All right, give us a call, 520-838-4430. You can also email thctucson at gmail.com. And if you go online to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com, you can uh, email us right there. You can book appointments there. You can get to our online uh, mobile app. 
uh, which is cool for your phone. Uh, and so just to, to head us out here, we're going to read um, Amendment 4, the right of the people to secure in their persons, houses, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable search and seizures shall not be violated, and no warrant shall issue but upon probable cause, support by oath or affirmation, particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seen. So it's just your Bill of Rights right here. I mean, okay, that's number four. And what did I just say to you? Do you get busted? Be nice about it if you get busted. Please don't get the don't cop <laughs> an attitude. <laughs> oh, I can't help myself. Don't cop an attitude. Don't get all cray cray on your cop cop. Okay, <laughs> that was pretty funny. But say, look, officer, I can't let you search me right now. I'm gonna need a warrant. Number five, amendment number five, no person shall be held to answer for a capital or otherwise infamous crime unless on a, pres on a presentment or indictment of a grand jury, except in cases arising in the land or naval forces or in the, or in the militia, uh, when actual service in time of war or public danger, nor shall any person be subject for the same offense to be twice put in jeopardy of life or limb, nor shall be compelled in any criminal case to be a witness against himself nor be deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, nor shall private property be taken for public use without just compensation. That's a good one, too, but number five, you don't have to say anything. Basically it. Um, so you can say, and what we're going to read in, in, in Amendment 6 is they're going to have to ask for my lawyer. Uh, I don't have to say anything in this moment, and you can't search me without a warrant. These are things you need to know. Amendment 6, in all criminal prosecutions, the accused shall enjoy the right to a speedy and public trial by an impartial jury of the state and district wherein the crime shall have been committed, which district shall have been previously ascertained by law, and to be informed of the nature and cause of the accusation, to be confronted with the witnesses against him, to have compulsory process for obtaining witnesses in his favor, and to have the assistance of counsel. For his defense. So there you go. Four, five, and six, folks. You have to know those, okay? If you don't know those, you don't, like, there again, if you don't know your rights, you don't have any. Four, five, and six. I don't have to say anything. You can't search me. Please, please call my lawyer. Yes, call my lawyer. All right, folks. Thank you for being here on Independence Day. We say Wednesday. What a wonderful day. We're going to go celebrate the beautiful outdoors inside.